So this is our first our uh, first pula. Our, <laughs> our, our this is our this is our fourth episode. I'm joined here with Akmal, Anik, myself, Naim, and Jackie. Jackie is a good friend of ours. Uh, he's also my schoolmate for many many years, up until the point that we all had to go our separate ways. Um, and now he's here as our special guest, talking about uh, his his life so far, his journey. Say hi, Jackie. Hello, everyone. This is Jackie. Um, thank you for having me, guys. This is quite exciting for me. Okay. Uh, and you know, we I... have to proceed with our slogan also. It's uh, all talk, no roja. Sometimes with people. Wow. Yes. Wow. So confirm, jela. Much deep. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Jackie. Just before we get into it, how are you, man? How are you? Looks like okay, I'm. How... Yeah, you know, I'm good. Um, you know, working hard and trying to just make life work. You know, like I think I guess for everyone's the same. During COVID, it's been really difficult to um, make ends meet. Whether that's you know financially, um, spiritually, emotionally, you know, it's Mentally very difficult. Yeah. yeah, because like you're you're being pulled away from the people you really love and care about, whether you live at home or you don't live at home. You're you're being pulled from your friends that you really care about, the friends that you hang out almost every day with. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, your and, folks are you okay, dude. My folks are good. I mean, they're both kind of slightly retired, so like you know, they they've been kind of homebodies their last um, few years. Um, especially since my little sister um, moved here to California um, oh, yeah, to, yeah, go to, yeah. oh, to go to school. Oh, yeah, really? so all all three of their kids are here in in the U.S. Um, so they're kind of just doing as much as they can with whatever time they have. Well, I I, I guess I'll just go into it. My current job is I uh, work at I, I manage a coffee shop here in Pasadena. Rosebud, right? I, I manage the coffee shop, but my main my main role at the shop is um, youth training. So, oh. um, uh, the coffee shop is a social enterprise, which just means like it um, is a technical nonprofit, um, and we bring in interns um, who are from an organization called Youth Moving On, and most of the uh, youth going through that program are either um, youth transitioning through homelessness or trans- transitioning through the foster care system. Okay. And so a you, lot of these... You're giving them a second chance? Well, we're, we're trying to give them a, a chance, a, a right? Chance. Oh, yeah. a chance. All right. Right? Because these kids are still in the system, which is technically good, right? If you're still in the system, there's still someone supporting you, like either the government or um, other NGOs or whatever that is. But once you turn 18, everything gets cut own. off. Yeah, you're on your own. In, mm. in America, once you turn 18, everything gets cut off. That's so, mostly how it is over there, right? You move up yeah. your parents, all yeah. this, all that. Okay. Exactly. And so what we do at Rosebud is we um, train them in you know, retail, coffee, customer service, so that when they do get cut off, they have something on their resume to go get a job. Okay, I've done this. I see. Oh wow! Dude, this is Dude, so that's... cool. Yeah, man. Because yeah, like that. you, they get this um like social aspect to it, but also getting paid, and then they have yep. a mentor to teach them how it's like exactly. in the real world and all that. So, so you you enjoy what you're doing, Jackie? Like for sure. Oh yeah, I it's it's definitely super super rewarding to see 
So just in the last, I mean, I've been here, I think, two plus years. And in the in the last two plus years, even including COVID, we've trained through nine youth, I think, around right. nine. We and, currently and, have. And like, how long does does the period last for you to train one of the, the, the... Yeah, so um, it, it ranges. So technically, the organization that we're currently working with, they're called Youth Moving On. They. Um, they're the ones that pay these youth um, through government grants and things like that, but they have 300 hours with them. So okay. however long it takes for the youth to burn through those 300 hours is however long we have them for. Oh. Um, and once they're done with those 300 hours, if we have availability at our shop, we hire them on. If we don't have availability at our shop, we um, encourage them to apply to places that are close to where they live. Or right. if they if they you know have no idea what to apply for, we then help them apply at shops that we know will care for them well. Just to jump on to another topic again, because we do that all the time. Yeah, uh, I noticed that you also have your own business. Uh, it's uh, I think syrups, right? Yeah, yeah. Gonna... So a quick yeah, spiel. <laughs> you want me, you want me to give a quick spiel about my small business? Yeah, man, of course. This is the platform for you to talk about your business and what you've been up to. So if, if anybody is listening or our guest is talking, um, we always yeah. encourage them to talk about what they're doing. So I noticed that you have your syrup business. Let's hear about it. Yeah. We'll so, also drop a uh, link in the Instagram so people can see as well. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we make craft, small batch, um, handmade all the all the keywords of of the new of the new millennia i guess um, artisanal yeah artisanal yeah it's syrups um uh they're mainly used in coffee or um cocktails so it, you know if you're especially because of the last you know year and a half people were stuck at home and were making coffee at home or making cocktails at home hmm? um i wanted to elevate people's experiences at home with a nice juicy syrup right and so that's why i started my business i i felt the need there was a there was a gaping hole of uh need of something delicious but also um, made with really good product um all, you all do my it all at home um i do it all at, at my coffee shop um after mm -hmm. hours yeah my boss is really um you know, really kind to allow me to use this space um, to make my syrups and store all my products. So, um, but yeah, I, I make I I make them all by hand by myself. I bottle them all myself. I do all the um, marketing, the shipping, everything is done by me. <laughs> uh, can't afford to hire anyone yet, but uh, yeah, it's been really fun. Um, so it far, doesn't feel, it, it it doesn't feel like work if it's something that you really enjoy doing, even though you're doing so many things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I think, I think for me, it, it's been difficult because I work a day job, right? I, I, I manage a coffee shop. And yeah. so I'm working anywhere from 40 to 60 hours a week at the coffee shop already. Um, and then on top of that, I have to make syrup. So sometimes it does get a little tiring. Uh, sometimes I really don't want to do it, but you know, I have customers that I have to, I have to, um, uh, make syrups for so um i just have to push through but for the most part it's been really fun it's been um awesome to see 
the um, the joy that people get from using my syrups in uh, anything they use. Like it started out as coffee and cocktails, but now like people have been using them in breakfast foods, like you know oatmeal and uh-huh. on pancakes and whatnot. And also, I have a friend up in the Bay Area. She's also Malaysian. Some like that I didn't meet in Malaysia, but she lives up in the Bay Area and um, she makes like really awesome sourdough bread and uh, she's used my syrups in them too so oh that's nice yeah did you learn this did you learn this on your own like making the syrup or yeah um so i have long been passionate about you know home brewing like making coffee at home and so i've been i've been experimenting with just making random simple syrup so like uh, a plain like sugar syrup or a plain rose syrup or a plain vanilla syrup at home um, just to like make my coffee a little bit better at home. And then I realized that like when my friends were come, like my friends would come over and they'd ask for, you know, a vanilla latte at home. They really enjoyed my syrup. So I was like, why don't like people do this more? Like, Mm. you know, why don't people do this more at home? Like, you know, like make, make the drinks that they buy out at home because it saves you so much more money. Yeah, man. You know, and so, yeah. You know what goes behind the ingredients and the recipe and whatnot. Exactly. And so, yeah, so that's kind of my spiel, right? Like everything is made with the freshest ingredients I can find. I go to three farmer's markets every week to to find ingredients. Um, And so like I have, I have four like main syrups that stay on the whole time and then, the others are all seasonals, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah. I'm just taking a look into the page as well. It's 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 nice, man. Yeah, Thank like you. like can I just say something like before I forget? Like I I feel based on what what you're telling us right now, you're you're like basically living the life in the states right now, right? <laughs> you're doing. I mean, I mean, not like probably not like the um, like the standard the standard way of living that like people say, but maybe in terms of like you're happy with what you have, you mm. know. You're married to cat. You're doing what you love. Yeah, you're giving out to society, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's the, the American dream, Jackie. Yeah, it's the American <laughs> um, dream, Jackie. I mean, it's my American dream, right? Like, I, yeah. I'm not the type of person that needs a ton of money to like be happy and and think I'm successful. Um, I, I've long been a type of person that like just wants good people around me. Like, I, I, I want a good community that stands stands by me and this goes back to the conversation earlier about emotions right like yeah. people that truly deeply care about me and like care about the things that I do and vice versa I care about the things that they do and so like my this is my American dream I get to live in a city that I love with someone that I really really love and do things that I really care deeply about and so yeah, I, I would say it's my American dream. It, it probably isn't most people's American dream when, when they think about the American dream. <clears throat> but yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'd yeah. say so for sure. And yeah, it's been it's it's been a it's been a ride, man. Like I remember when I first came here, it was a lot of that kind of pressure. Right? My 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 parents were always pushing me to, you know, do the do the um, degree at school that made the most money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Right, like my my sister, my older sister graduated from a really quite prestigious school um, to uh, to be an accountant, right? Mm-hmm. And so when she got out of school, she was making you know a decent amount of money. She was working for a big accounting firm, 
and so there was a there was this pressure for me to sort of at expectation, least, right? Yeah, at least match that. I was studying oh, physical sure. therapy. Right. Yeah, because you told me you were doing um, sports science at one point. Exactly. Yeah. So that that was something that I. I cared a little bit about, you know, just because I played sports all throughout, you know, my childhood and all yeah, the way up to high school. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I was, I, I knew what I was doing, but I wasn't like wanting to do it. Right. There was, there was also like a need to, like, have to go to grad school to get your doctorate and whatnot. And I just didn't feel the want to, you know, study more than the than the required amount that I was about to do. So. So I told my well, parents that I was like, you found something else you were passionate about, right? Which is youth ministry. So you told your parents uh, about. Yeah. So it? when yeah when I first when I first told my parents I was switching majors, um, he actually said like, if I went through with it, um, he'd like, pretty much, stop paying for my school. Wow. Which oh. which and which didn't happen. I'm thankful, but um, but he definitely threatened that and. But I, I explained to him, I, I, I explained to him and my mom and everyone that was questioning why I was doing it. Um, I explained to them that I, one, didn't want to go to grad school. Like, I, it, I'm not passionate about school. Like, I didn't want to get, like, deep into writing papers. Like, that's not something that I care about. Like, I know some people who are, but I'm not that person, right? And, like... I know for a fact that if I graduated with a physical therapy or sports science degree, like I for sure won't go into any kind of work that had to do with that. Like that wasn't something that I would, I was passionate about or that I even cared about to look for jobs in that, in that realm. And so when I switched, I was like, the degree that I switched to, which is youth ministry, like was a little bit more broad, right? Like I, I, like if I graduated with a youth ministry degree, there was a lot more stuff that I could do. It wasn't very specific. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And okay, like Jackie, can you like elaborate more on like how did you um, tell your parents that you wanted to switch? Like the current course that you were taking didn't really um, excite you. So because obviously in, in Malaysia a lot yes. of the people here they, they tend to just follow what their parents tell them to do right mm -hmm. accountant yeah. doctor engineer yeah something like that the standard stuff so like how did you do it like and and what advice would you give to to the people here to in in terms of like following their dreams and not yeah, having their parents simulations I, like yourself yeah yeah i think i think the one thing that i realized early on was that like at the end of the day it's it's really my happiness and my and and what I found to be um, meaningful to my life was the was the important part of you know like like your parents sure their their um, their input into your life matters right like what what and and I still listen to my parents you know whenever they tell me things but at the end of the day if if you're not doing something you're you're wanting to do whether whether like you know, if you want to uh, be an accountant, right? Mm -hmm. if, if, if you really wanted to be an accountant and you, you're not an accountant, you're not going to find true happiness, right? right. And I think I, I was listening to you guys' podcast with Aria, um, your first episode, and what she was talking about art. Like, art is a very difficult, like, industry to get into. Whether, 
whether you are good at it or not, like it's still a very difficult industry to get into. But for the most part, even if you're not making money, like most artists just want to make art. That's what makes them happy. That's what gets them through the day, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I think my piece of advice is to find your happiness. Like don't, don't hold on to so many like traditional beliefs that you need yeah. to make a bunch of money to be happy, mm. right? Like that's not something that we need to hold on to anymore. Like there's, mm. unless you're, you know, a CEO of, a company like you're not making a lot of money and so right. why and so why make very little money doing a job you really hate or you don't like at all Fair. right like if you think about it right like for me like i work in coffee i don't make that much money but i really love working in coffee so i find happiness in my work rather than finding happiness in the money that you know i'm making just to pay rent or just to put money just to put food on the table that's kind of my advice is to like seek something out that like you really just find true passion from. Mm -hmm. Right. And don't have to that, that also. Right. You got to make sure that you go all the way with it. Yeah. Cause but, like, if you jump around too much also, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think the, the, the best, the best thing right now, right. Because in Malaysia, it's, it's quite common that, you know, people into their twenties, whether, um, I don't know if it's a case for you guys, but you guys still live at home with your parents for the most part, you know, until you yeah. get married, until yeah. you guys get married, right? And so there, there is some sort of cushion to where like, oh, like if, you know, I don't have work for two or three months, I, I still have a roof over my head and like, I still have food on the table. And like, until there is a full on pressure to be like, okay, I have to move out, right? You still have that cushion to be like, I can find something that I'm truly passionate about and just do it. Like, do it until, like, it's viable for you to go, like, live on your own. Mm. Yeah, that's right? good. good advice. It's good advice, like, Because, like, for me, right, when I first started out here, like, I had to live with six roommates because I wasn't working, like, as much as I was going to work. But because I was living with six roommates, I didn't have to pay that much in rent. So, so I still could go out and find like something that was meaningful to me that I wanted to do and I wanted to work in and that didn't cause me so much stress, right? And so now that I'm living quote unquote alone, like, right? Like I pay rent for a full apartment with my wife. Like I'm already at a point in my job that I really love that I can afford to do it. Yeah. So basically you're content right now, right? I'm content, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't like, I, I definitely think that I could make more money, but I don't need to make more money. Yeah. And so that's my advice is to, you know, because there is this cushion for you guys to still kind of explore the realms of what you, 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 you're passionate about or want to do or don't want to do go do it go 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 explore yeah 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 i i think it's 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 really smart for for um especially people young and you know without fam like you don't have kids to care for to just go out and and really 
um, explore the range and realms of things that you can do with your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, like for me, for example, like, um, like what I believe in, like, obviously, when you grow older, like, you would want to look back and be like, you know what? Like, I actually did something with my life, you know, like, yeah, something yeah. that I, I really enjoy doing, you know, not yeah. like looking back and like, and be like, shit, I regret doing all these things. You don't want that, right? Yeah. You want that on your conscience. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you would want to do like something that you really love, you really enjoy, you know, like, and and I yeah I agree with you Jackie like it's it's a really good advice yeah like pe- and people out people out there should like start um you know like believe in themselves a bit and, yeah. and yeah. go out there and try new things you know yeah and I, I and I love. think yeah. and I think there's this also uh, like a traditional mindset right that you have to work up to retirement right whatever yeah. to retirement age is sixty five seventy whatever you know. But you have to work so that you can provide for retirement, right? So that when you retire, you still have money around to like survive, live, you know, whatever that is. But like, that's such a like crappy mindset. Like, who knows if you're going to live up to 60, 70, 80, 90 years old? Like, yes, you have to, you know, set certain boundaries where like, okay, if you turn 40, like then like, okay, you have to start thinking about, okay, when you turn 50, this is what you need. When you turn 60, this is what you need. But you're only 25, 26, 27. Like think about how much happiness you need to reach 30, right? That's your first goal. Like at 30, this is what I want, right? So like for me, when I turn 30, like because I'm already married, like I want to, you know, potentially start a family. So how can I move, like work my way to, being financially stable enough to start a family but but that's also because i'm already in like a space in my life where i'm happy with my job and you know i'm happy with my relationships around me whatever things like that yeah but i think as we go on in life we have to find out what makes me happy now what what's gonna make me happy when i turn 30 when i turn 35 when i turn 40 Mm -hmm. and just go from there i don't think we have to think 40 years in the future, just in case, you know, we, we reach 75 and run out of money. Like, that's not something that we should have to think about right now. I think I want to ask everybody here, four of us, mm. what, uh, what are the proudest accomplishments, uh, maybe this year or the year before, that you've done and that you've never shared with anybody else? Yeah, or at any point in your life, you know? You know, um, thinking back to it, I mean, being married for two years is quite an achievement to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. You know, yeah, like, man. like growing up, I like was always messing around in relationships. So like never had any long-term relationships, mm-hmm. especially one that like even thought about marriage. And so, you know, mm-hmm. being in one that is so loving and caring and like cat, like cares so deeply for me. And like, I care so deeply for her and so much so that we are married and we had, you know, to sign papers and stuff. Like, I think that's one of my proudest and deepest achievements. Um, and like, it yeah. will constantly be like, it will constantly, the, the relationship and the building of this relationship and the growth of this relationship will, I think, always be my proudest achievement yeah. as far as it goes. Uh-huh. Well, I'm what happy you, for you, Jackie. What, what would you happy say? What would you say to like people who are 
working towards that goal? Um, I think the like the cliche is to have open communication, right? It's to to be able to say what your mind wants to say without like feeling judged. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me and Kat, like a lot of times there's there's I think we spoke about this a little bit early on is that we have certain emotions that we need to express, whether that's sadness to each towards each other or anger to each towards each other or even happiness towards each other, each other. Right. Mm. Um, but people try to hide or like try to hold back a lot of those emotions. And I don't, I, I think for a relationship to truly be one that is um, helpful to each other, like you have to be fully emotionally on the table. Like, I, I want you to listen to me and you like would want to like want me to listen to you. Yeah, I think to add into that, right? Like for for a relationship to work, obviously you have to communicate well. And yeah. for you to communicate um without having to filter anything out, it, I think basically you just have to like um it's perspective, I feel like. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, when, when your partner is talking to you, like, obviously, there's no ill will, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they just want to, like, um, communicate. They just want to, like, send a message to you and tell them how they feel. Yeah. Yep. Right? And, and that's important because, like, if you don't do that and you guys just drag this on for, like, I don't know, forever, like, it's just going to, like, build up, right? Yeah. 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 There's gonna be there's gonna be there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of resentment. Yeah, exactly. Right? Resentment. Right. Because if you think about it, let's say like whether good or bad, if you're communicating, at least you know how the other person's feeling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's say um you know, person A in a relationship and person B in a relationship, right? Person A has, you know, a, a desire for um person B to be more um you know uh like whatever you know do you know do do the dishes more often or you know be the person that does laundry or whatever Mm -hmm. but he's not like person a is not communicating to person b that they want that Mm -hmm. and then there's gonna there's gonna be held up resentment from that like oh like why doesn't person b like do the dishes even like even though person a is not the one telling them to do it Right. And then that builds up, that builds up, builds up, everything builds together. And then it's going to be a huge explosion. It either ends in really bad, like a really bad breakup or divorce or whatever that is. Or like the resentment is just going to keep piling up until you die. And who wants to be resentful when they die? Yeah. Yeah. It's very bitter (laughs) feeling. True that, my man. True that. Exactly. So like whether the communication, like let's say Kat and I, like, as open as our con- communication is at some point, if, and when like I feel something that she doesn't want to do anymore. And like, I'm okay with that. And like the relationship falls apart because of that. At least we know that we tried everything to make it work. Right. We, yeah. we communicated well enough to, to know what the needs are. And one of us just can't fulfill the need. So we either go elsewhere to look for it or, you know, we try to fix it and do whatever. So I think yeah, yeah, yeah. the open, uh, open communication part is, 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 is uh, like crucial to, to, to a healthy relationship. 
Yeah. But also giving each other the space. Right. I think I think people aren't giving each other enough space to to feel emotion. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm proudest of. My my relationship with my beautiful wife Kat. Uh, yeah, shout out shout out shout to Cat. Clap, 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 clap. Shout out Cat. I think uh, the most proudest achievement I've had until today, until this uh, I stopped smoking now. It's coming up to almost three years now. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, man, congrats. thanks, thanks. Yeah. Um, congrats, Naeem, congrats. A lot of people congrats, ask how I, how I did it. I just stopped doing it. Like, just wake up. Actually, the story was um, I went to work. Um, There was no elevator in the office. It was just stairs, right? On most days, I would get up perfectly fine. I wouldn't be out of breath. But that one day, um, I just walked up and I'm like, whoa, I'm out of breath. And I and I got pretty dizzy when I got up there. And at the time, my sister just gave birth uh, to two lovely boys, twins, right? Wow. And I told myself, like, hey, man, I don't want to be tired all the time. I don't want to be um, having headaches and whatnot. So I, I was ultimately, like, I just stopped. Like, I stopped gradually. Yeah. Um, so I stopped smoking cigarettes. And I went to vaping for a bit. Didn't like it because my mod was too big. Then mm. I gave that away. And whenever I have the need to smoke a cigarette, I would either go for a run or just drink water to to because at this point it's oral stimulation, right? Yeah. You just want that sensation. So I replaced yeah. that with water and just think about something else. So now it's coming up to three years. Um three years strong. So yeah, and ultimately congrats. now congrats Naim. I'm gonna make a soundtrack at the background, clapping hands. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and all, <laughs> then, that, that sort of thing applies to a lot of the things I do in life, right? If I can stop smoking, I can do so many changes in my life if I just put the... For the better, yeah. 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 I just have yeah. to do it, you know? I mean, it also has really to do with habits, right? Like, like smoking is a habit. It's, it's habitual. Yeah. Like, you, you wake up, you smoke, or you smoke with, you know, you smoke after you eat lunch. You know, that's, yeah. that's, my, that's a habit, right? And so, like you said, like you, you switch to something like running or drinking water, like those are good habits in comparison to a bad habit like mm. smoking. Yeah. And so I think, I think with a lot of things, right, like with, even with work, like, like we were talking about earlier, like if you can switch something that, you know, you don't care about to something that you care about, your life is going to be so much like easier and more smooth sailing for the rest of your life. I I can relate to that because um I think five six years ago I was in a quite a dark place like basically I had a lot of problems going on wasn't really doing well with my studies you know um I skipped classes and you know um doing bad things picking up like bad habits and stuff smoking cigarettes doing whatever whatnot and stuff like that and at one point I was quite lost with myself. Because I didn't know like exactly where I was headed with this kind of um way of living, mm-hmm. and until one day I just like decided to like you know I I want to change, like I I got fed up with you know all these like um all these bad thoughts that's been going up in my head, you know it really mess messes up with my confidence. So I just decided to to change, you know and. Mm-hmm. And I am quite, 
I'm happy to say that now I have I have switched like 180 completely changed my life now I I'm happy with where I am at I'm working like my relationship is healthy and like health wise also I'm doing good so I like like um easy to say that that changing isn't easy but you just have to like want want it enough to yeah, do it man. can i yeah. can i get a clap guys yeah clap yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the also to add on it's not like a overnight change you have to understand that yeah. it's a it's a process Casual. yeah it's a process and at the same time you need to support the people around you also to acknowledge like mm. you're doing for the good right like you're moving towards yeah. a better mindset yes. and stuff like that yeah because and, i was i yeah. was hitting like rock bottom bro at that time and and you know i had a surgery oh yeah yeah my my pneumothorax hit me like hard bro i i thought i was gonna die at, at one point yeah yeah so that really that really like struck caught me la. like i i i realized like i haven't done anything in my life that that's worth Remembering like, about, remembering yeah, about, you know, like I, yeah. I really wanted to to change my life. So, so the the like I really wanted to to do better for myself. So that's why, I, that's why I I took like all these small small steps, you know, like from yeah, um, sleeping early, you know, stopping cigarettes, um, um, like you know, habitual stuffs, like you yeah. say, Jackie, right? Yeah. And it's the small steps that get you there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you you take big steps, you get winded. Yeah. The thing is, right. I realized when I stopped smoking, right? People always tend to commemorate the like one year, two years, three years. I started like, oh, I stopped smoking for a month now. That's great. Yeah. Let's move on to like six months, and then that's how I track my progress. Yeah. yeah. You always have to yeah. remember the small, small wins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Come on. What about you? Uh, I think I had the same. Sentiment with Anik, like if I were to look back right now, what did I actually really do besides what everyone is doing, which is you study, you work, get paid. Like outside yeah. of that, is there anything else that I've been doing? So, I think pre-COVID again, I was quite happy with just doing what everyone else was doing. But then now, where you all cooped inside, I've always been um, a fan of like. Content creation or stuff like that. Like starting this out, I would say with you guys, you know. Yeah, look where you at now, man. Yeah, like uh, the fourth episode in, dude. Yeah, and then and like uh, you clap. said, Naim, like we also. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> clap. So I got like She's one more final question. Um, again, uh, anybody can go first. So if you guys could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self? So younger self would probably be like what seventeen when you guys finish high school. Yeah, I, I'm interested yeah. to hear from Akmal's side first. Why me? <laughs> I, I just, I'm just interested, bro. I want to hear from your side. My younger self. I think I will tell my younger self that it's okay to not be in a relationship. Or Aww, like, be, be with a girl, like, you don't need a girlfriend and stuff. Mm. And just focus on your studies. <laughs> Oh, Why wow. you laughing, though? I feel like this is a personal attack on me, man. What? How is it you? <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Maybe it's a yeah, yeah, it's okay, a common okay, thing for everyone. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Because because like I is would it... say the same too. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if I could go back in time and tell my my younger self something, it would be to do it. 
just go study in the UK, man. Don't turn back, bro. Just study. Because, like, yeah. Jackie, like, 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 it's so interesting hearing your stories, man. Like, you know, your travel, your travelings, you know, like, who you Staying meet. in the country now. Yeah, staying in the country, the adventures you, you experience. Yeah. You know, those are the things that, like, like I would love to experience now, you know, something yeah. that I I didn't like. I don't have the chance to do it again because I missed the only opportunity for me to do that yeah. after I finished my foundation, right? But I chose not to to pursue that because maybe maybe I was scared. Maybe because I got girl lah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Jackie. Okay. okay, okay, fine. It's be- it was because of a girl, yeah. Yeah, oh, but okay. I think I wasn't. It wasn't an attack to you. Okay, I'm. Just, I I also have the same thing. Also. No, no, no. Was, bro, he was attacking you, bro. He was attacking you, bro. It wasn't even okay, about um, him, dude. It was about yeah. you. Yeah, can you just be real with me right now, like? Yeah. Open so communication, that, bro. Yeah, that's mine. That, that's mine. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So pretty common stuff. I think for me is I wish I would I was more focused. Even now after college, I I still played around. Uh, that's because I didn't know what to do. Nobody was there to guide me. Um, yeah. even if somebody yeah. was there to guide me, I was quite rebellious. I didn't want to listen to anybody. So it was yeah. kind of hard for my family to approach me. Um, because I would just lash out. At them. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I, because you were sad, you know. Yeah, because I was sad. Like you mm. know, I mean, like I get to see my siblings who. Yeah went on to go to Australia, right? But for some reason, I just didn't want to pursue it because, I don't yeah. know, I, was, I wasn't, I, was, I just didn't know what to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. felt like nobody really paid attention to me, um, needed to listen to what I had to go through. Yeah. So I lashed out. So I wish I had, I had more focus uh, in, and more determined what I want to do. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say it's too late for me now. I'm pretty happy where I am. I just need to work yeah. a bit more hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Put put your put your focus into what you're passionate about. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which is for me, it's about helping others. That's why I, I enjoyed being in the customer service role. Yeah. Like like is it is it because you feel like you have a certain expectation that you have to follow, you know, like in regards yeah. to what you said about your brother, you know, studying in the in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Like it, was it, it definitely was, did. Yeah. Mm. Because like, um, they my my siblings are very smart, right? Um, studied, you no, know, uh, went to tuition. I I did all those things too. Uh, that, in that fact, make... the the only <laughs> the only reason why I joined, um, I chose um, pure science, is because they took sub science, and I yeah. want, I wanted to one up them. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the only one in the family who took pure science. Did I do well? I think I did okay. I didn't fail anything, but. But they obviously scored really well. But yeah. I just wanted to have that one up, like, oh, guys, yeah. I did your science. I managed to do okay. But again, it's sort of the expectations that when your older siblings are doing way better, yeah, and you should follow in that um, step in their steps. Yeah, I feel that. And that comparison thing also. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But that just means that doesn't mean like stupid or anything. <laughs> Yeah, like I, just you just, I mean, work. you're just smart about something, something else. Yeah. Yeah, but I just need to work a bit more harder. You're just yeah. built different, Naim. Yeah. I'm just built different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would, that's what I would tell myself uh, when I was yeah. 17. Just focus yeah. and. Oh, you know. Yeah, and another thing I would uh, tell myself is that 
you don't need to know what you want to do already by mm-hmm. age what 12 yeah, or 13 cuz yeah. i have felt that everyone would have that thing and then oh. they'll be like you know what I'll, that's what i want to do again like with name like your siblings right like with my siblings i could see my sister like cuz she played the sims she's an architect now but because she grew up like playing the sims she always stayed with my dad also which is also an architect like she already knew yeah. from the beginning like 10 9 years old that she's like i want to be an architect and yeah and like i was always searching for that and i i didn't know at all what i wanted to really do so yeah man yeah. i i completely understand that like some people are just blessed like they know what they want yeah, to do right? and they're like yeah. they're like set into it and they just go for it right but like for the most people like us like we spend a lot of time just figuring thinking, out wondering yeah. like figuring out like what we want to do like even now bro like even now still like i'm still figuring out like is this really what i want to do and stuff but like gradually yeah. like in time with time like i i start to um understand what i'm doing and i enjoy yeah. doing yeah. it you know but that's the beauty of life right you figure things out as you go Yeah. yeah and i feel and like if you if you too focus on like shit i need to figure out what i need to do because everyone has it figured out you just lose some of the side of things yeah maybe things that you saw it actually that is what i want to do but then you felt like oh but no one's doing that and stuff like yeah. that like, yeah as long as as long as you 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 love what you do right you you care about the people around you people around you care about you and like you are and and all and and you're continue you're continuously trying to grow and learn like that's all you you you, you can do like that's that's all you need to do yeah right you're you're willing to learn and grow you're not stuck like like i feel like people are so keen at finding something early getting stuck mm-hmm. and like i don't think people especially in our generation will feel happy with being stuck exactly you, that yeah. sort of expectation is there yeah Yeah, and that's and that's how like depression starts, you know, like yeah, you you critique yourself way too much, you yeah. put yourself down, you know, and also you a lot of times it's because you feel stuck, like you're you don't know where to go because let's say you've been you know working in architecture or accounting or business management for 20 years, and you know let's say let's say you're an, you're an accountant but you're actually really passionate about art, but If you've been doing accounting for 20 years, you're going to feel the the stress of like, oh, what if I quit my job now and do art like I can't, like then you start getting depressed, you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, don't have to figure it out now. Or sometimes you probably don't even have to figure it out ever. Just as long as you're willing to learn and grow and and just be like you, yeah. authentically you. That's all that matters. I agree. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. Just man. to add, yeah. right? Maybe we have to remember that it's also not a race, right? Yeah. Whoever, yeah. It's the first car, the new car, whoever has a house. That's just that's their race. We have our own yeah. race, right? Yeah. Just care about yourself. Do what you do, and how you do it. Yeah, that's I think. What, yeah, I think what's important is you. You have to learn how to love yourself first, care for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, your physical, mm-hmm. mental, and emotional needs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking yep. back also, because I had the need to find someone, but then I didn't appreciate myself. So, 
Yeah, yeah. right, right. Because it <laughs> yeah. it may sound easy to do, yeah. but in reality, it's it's really hard. You gotta know like like what your heart needs, what what your soul needs, right? Yeah, especially at that age, I feel like we were so eager to find like what fulfilled us outside of ourselves, whereas yeah. we should have been looking at how to fulfill ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about a lot of things today or tonight for you, Jackie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a it was, it was this is, this has been a very very insightful session. Yeah. Um, I agree. Do you, do you guys have anything else to add? Um, no, I, I'm good. I do have one more thing to add though. No. Obviously, with how the current economy is in Malaysia, everybody is losing their jobs, or and having a hard time putting food on the table. Yeah. Um, what I'm doing oh, yeah. is that I'm I'm asking my friends who are able to donate to some of this organization regardless if they're big or small to just do their part so then other families could benefit from this so they can eat for the next one week or something yeah so, um, what I'm going to do is that a um, uh, few links will be placed either in our bio or in mm. our caption Instagram yeah, yeah. Instagram uh, will lead you to some of these places so if you our listeners are listening in it would be greatly appreciated if you guys could like chip in as well doesn't really matter how big or small the amount is let's just be there for each other you know kita jaga kita at this point yeah thank thank you so much Jackie for thank like you, Jackie. Spend, uh, no, taking thank your you time. guys appreciate you guys love you guys so much good to have you back though to be honest yeah anytime yeah. you anytime you need a random guest on just let me know yeah thanks guys appreciate it <laughs> so that is the end of episode 4 <laughs> much love thanks, thanks guys bye see you Jackie bye see you man